Hello, today is Monday, July 24th, 2023. I had to double check. I'm Adam Hartog. Sitting next to me is my court-appointed attorney, Thomas Frey, and this is episode 14 of the Breaksdown Podcast, part of the 528 Collectibles Podcast Network. We have an exciting show for you guys today. We're going to do one big thing, a draft of the best fictional sports duos. We're going to do awards and the second episode, the reverse penultimate debut of Last Take, Worst Take. All right, recording this just after 8.15. This week is the National Sports Collectors Convention in Chicago, Illinois. 528 will be a featured breaker. Uh, Definitely stop by the table. We have a lot of cool product. I got this Reese James rated rookie PSA 10 card from us. Show it to the camera. Uh, This came from 528 itself. Great great price even without the employee discount. Thank you, Mikey Caps. But definitely if you are in Chicago for the convention, stop by the table. Check us out. We'll all be there, rocked out in 528 gear. So stop by. It'll be a great time. We're looking forward to seeing all of our fans. And uh, full case of Panini One is being given away on Drip, so make sure you check that out. We'll jump right into it with housekeeping. The British Open was this past weekend. Uh, Brian Harmine? Harmon? Harmon. Harmon won. I have no idea who he, who he is, but apparently he putted the lights out. I don't know if that's the term because golf's played outside. Good enough. He was, like, very dominant, too, though. It was, uh, he won by six strokes. I think it's the most anyone's ever won, in, or most strokes anyone's ever won by in the, in the Open Championship. So Harmon won course zero? Yes, Harmon won course zero. He okay. was uh, 13 under, second place was seven under. It was at Royal Liverpool, right? So this is the Scousers Championship. I have no idea what that means. It's just some term for people from the very north of England. Okay, I've never heard that in my life. But a uh, funny thing about Brian Harmon is NBC was doing a waggle count for him. What does that mean? when he would step up to the ball, he would, like, shake the club. <laughs> and I think it was like... Like a bat? Like, kind of, but, like, it was more like... Like someone with the yips kind of when they're going up and they're just like, you know, getting ready to go and they're getting ready to go and they're getting ready to go. And it's, yeah, and he was doing it like, I think the the one that I saw, one was like a meme I saw and it was like 64 waggles and (laughs) but it was not that. I think it was 13 was the real one, but I mean, that's a lot of times to stand up there and shake the club, but I mean, he won. I know he was the runner up, I think, at two other majors. Uh, No, one other, US Open, but he performs well in majors. This is his second win on tour, right? I think it was his third. There are two non-major wins before this. Yeah, I think so, but I'm not sure. Also in housekeeping, the return of Slam Ball. We only watched a little bit of it at your house. We saw enough of it. Apparently there's some guy named Baby Braun. Okay. Which I missed. The, he was the number one overall pick. He wears two arm sleeves. Dwight Howard-esque. Yeah. Um, Slam Ball is fun, but that's kind of all it is. I think the most entertaining part is the penalty dunks. Yeah, those Instead are Instead of fun. free throws, yeah. it's just mano y mano. That's fun. It's it's just its ceiling is capped, I feel. It belong, It feels more ESPN Ocho than it does ESPN. I'll put it on when nothing's on, and I'm with people. I don't think I could ever imagine a scenario where I put on Slam Ball just for my own viewing pleasure, just because. What if you could bet on it? Even still, I don't know. No, probably not. Would you watch another sport if it was played on trampolines? I don't think... Basketball uh, definitely Basketball's number one, yeah. I mean, imagine baseball, the pitchers <laughs> bouncing up and down or something. Like Football? Think about like, football the, could the work. lobs you could throw. Football could work. Football would be... But again, it's just like... They tried the hokey rules in like arena football for football, and it's just like, doesn't catch on. This might. It didn't the first time. I mean, slam football. Oh, well, now we're talking. That's our own invention. That's the yeah. 528 Slam Football League <laughs> starting in this store. We're just going to... In the re- fall. Yeah, replacing the floor with trampolines. Floors are lava slash trampoline. Yeah, you can't stand on it. You have to be bouncing at all times. <laughs> uh, Mbappe turned down a record offer. Uh, hasn't actually turned it down yet, but see, reported to have no interest in a record offer from Saudi Arabia. I think Al Nasir... Mm. The club that Ronaldo is on. Was that it? I think it could have been that. It may have been Al-Halal. I get them confused. Everyone's going everywhere there. Al-Halal. It was Halal, okay. Yeah. Um, it would be 
a world record transfer fee over $300 million to PSG, who don't want to lose him for free next summer, mm. and $700 plus million for Mbappe, $200 million base salary. The rest would fill in with 100% ownership of his image rights, which I guess makes up that much, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, anything on that? He's probably the best player in the world right now. Do you think he would rather sit out and not play than go to Saudi Arabia? I don't think I would... he's going to sit out, though, because they just don't want to lose him for free. But if he sits out, they're losing him for free still. But I... He doesn't have to take – he doesn't have to move if they sell him. But do you think they're going to play him if they don't sell him? Probably. I mean, the value he brings while playing is still significant. Yeah, I guess. I just saw something that said he was willing to hold out and not play. See, that doesn't make any sense to me because he's under contract. And he's not looking to get an extension. This is totally random. Well, it's kind of related. But I just learned that in the NBA, if you're on an expiring contract, you cannot sit out for the whole season and it, like and become a free agent after the fact. So like Ben Simmons was mid-contract, so he could hold out. But James Harden cannot hold out and become a free agent after the year. They would still have his rights? They would have his rights in perpetuity in like literally forever for any league not just the nba oh this is in the cba that they have his rights in perpetuity and there's nothing he like you just can't do it and this is not a new rule but i just learned about this that's pretty interesting i had no idea yeah it's insane like he could if he holds out for this year doesn't play he he couldn't go to china he can't go anywhere that's it career's over pretty much yeah unless the sixers would agree but i just thought that was interesting but as for Mbappe, I mean, I don't know. If I were him, I would just take the boatload of money, go play in Saudi Arabia, stay fresh, play whenever you want or don't want. And then, because it's like, it's got to be pretty decent competition. There's a lot of good players that are over there. And then leave for on a free to go to Real Madrid, which is what he wants anyway. I, I, it's just a legacy thing, I think. If he goes in the peak of his career, what, how is it going to be looked in the long run? I mean, maybe it'll stand out because everyone knew he was going for a billion dollars. I mean, I guess it's not the best look, but I don't think it matters all that much. It's not it's not like PSG's winning the Champions League anyway. So True. what he wins another French league, like how much does that count on his resume anyway? You got anything on the women's World Cup? I saw someone uh Lexi Lalas had US women's team ranked third, which was surprising. I uh, thought yeah. they were Who was first? Spain. But I thought we were like unanimously the favorites. I thought so too, yeah. To win, definitely. Like we had a so, strong showing in our first game. We won 3 nothing. Yeah, so I know there's, like, a little bit uh, things are unsettled. Like, they don't have a best 11 that they're rolling out there. It's every, a very young team. Yeah, very young, and they're not set in who their starters are. And But, I don't know, I'm, I still think they're going to win, or they should win. I agree. Yeah, they were, it was a fun, fun game to watch. Sophia Smith was awesome. Trinity Rodman was pretty cool. Rose Lavelle, I don't think, is playing. Or as much as she she was in the past, I think she's injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I saw that somewhere. I I haven't been paying too close of attention to it. Just kind of like a periphery view, I would say. It's it's actually pretty entertaining. People give it a lot of shit. I it's it's oh, enjoyable I, to watch. I think it's a good product. I would never talk bad on women's soccer. They're like all. I think they're very good. Yeah. But it's just um. I just, I just haven't well. been paying attention. It's less of a them thing, more of a I haven't had a lot of time for it thing. So. Yeah, you've been running around. Yeah, very busy. I'm still a little hungover, honestly. <laughs> I'm I've, I'm a 50-year-old man inside of me. That's the problem. There's a 50-year-old man inside of me. You can clip that. Uh, do you have anything else for housekeeping? No, I think that about covers it. It's a very slow season right now. There's not, not a lot going on. Yeah. All right, you want to go on to one big thing? Sounds good to me. All right, cool. So I went first last week, so you want to take it from here? Yep, I got it. So my one big thing this week is Draymond Green and the Warriors saga continues. Uh, A report came out that he has no relationship with Jonathan Kuminga, and they are not on speaking terms. This not on is, speaking terms? That's, they have no relationship whatsoever. cold shoulder in the locker room. Apparently. I don't know. Oh, I mean, maybe it's just, maybe it's that's a little strong, and there's some sort of cordial relationship, but it seems like they're not, like, remotely friends in any wow. way. Now, this is the third teammate confirmed that he's had issues with. It was KD, then, which I guess was kind of understandable, but also not. 
than Poole, which we still don't know what he said, but again, there's very little that he would say that would justify Draymond punching him in the face, considering they're literally professionals and they're in a working environment. And I get it, like, the whole Michael Jordan, like, punched Steve Kerr thing in the face, and that's what makes him so special, yada, yada, yada. But, like, it seems just unhealthy and untenable, and that's why they had to dump Jordan Poole in a salary dump, essentially. And now Kuminga. And this is a weird way to go for it, but I think there's going to be a lot of Steph Curry questions coming because it's where's the leadership in the locker room? He's the best player. He's supposed to be the leader. He's supposed to set the tone. And I know Draymond's the heart and soul, but what's Steph doing then? Is he just a good vibes guy, does his shimmy after he scores? I, I'm not – I personally don't really care about his leadership as it pertains to his overall legacy, but I just – I think it's a weird – culture that's going on over there if Draymond's one of the leaders of the team will say you would think it's on him to establish these relationships with these younger players right as a mentor because you would want to the better they do the better we do as a team but it seems like he has no interest in doing that so here's the thing if you're Draymond and you're preaching you basically live life walking around like this like half that team does at this point him and Clay whatever you say to them it's four titles yeah you can't turn around and then with your own young teammates be the i'm gonna do whatever i can to like surpass you and get in your head mentality yeah. that you have as a second round pick out of michigan state because you're just creating a toxic culture in the locker room and you can't be out there touting your veteranness and your your legacy of winning four championships in a few years but not act that way behind closed doors of yeah. like i'm established i like have had a very respectable career probably a hall definitely a hall of famer mm -hmm. and then like act like this when when the cameras aren't on you like for michael jordan he did punch steve kerr in the face confirmed but when you heard of it in that context it was for the betterment of the team it was to push them to be better in this context everything i've heard it doesn't sound that way no the warriors themselves like steve kerr is on record saying it fucked with the culture this year exactly and is steve kerr not is he literally just are they too chill yeah it almost steve seems that way and steph too chill to but to what though it's like i guess to have a healthy locker room i don't know it it, it just seems like it's not much you can say no. against them it's it seems like it's more of a draymond problem yeah it's yeah, I guess that's what it comes down to. And he just loves talking about it. He just keeps talking about it. And then he went after Kevin Garnett on Twitter. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't. There was a fake tweet that came out, and um, it was some fake quote of Kevin Garnett basically saying, disagreeing with Draymond punching Jordan Poole. And then Draymond, like, quote tweeted it, like, going at KG. And KG responded, like, hey, man, this is a fake tweet. Like, Elon, see what you're doing with these fake verified accounts? It's just like... I get the underdog mentality because he is an underdog and he came, you know, second round pick and he can name all the people picked over him. But even he went on Andrew Nicholson the other day for no reason. He was picked, I think, 19th in that draft. He was a nice role player in the NBA, probably six year career, nothing special, but was a good player, decent player. And he just started, like, basically talking shit on him for no reason, saying he didn't look like a basketball player. And Andrew Nicholson came out and was like, wow, so he's just been thinking about me for 15 years? And it's like, that's funny, but the media seems to adore him, but he just comes across like a dick. I don't know if he's trying to do the Stephen A. Skip Bayless thing, and and maybe he will get into that after he retires, but it's just, I don't know, I'm tired of it. It's tired. He's, he's a better player than this. Yeah, it's he's stooping to nobody's level. He's just stooping. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah. It's just weird ultimately like because obviously they've won so it hasn't impacted them winning yeah, i mean Kerr I, keeps forgiving him although for everything he does the kick, yeah they it did the cost KD that cost them a championship yeah the kick cost them a championship the kd situation also may have cost them multiple yeah yeah the jordan pool thing yeah which i mean no matter what they say it definitely impacted them last year they I don't said care. it did yeah Poole said it didn't, but I, it definitely Kerr, I think Kerr said it did. Yeah. Also, he became a story in last year's playoffs because he stomped Sabonis. How many times are you going to be the story before you try to change and actually impact winning the way you think you do? And then, like, kick and pout and blame when 
Yes. You get caught. And you get in, in trouble. Yeah, it's just like... He keeps making his bed, and then he refuses to lay in it, and then they keep forgiving him, and there's no learning, and I don't know. He's It's childish. It's at the very least, I think, tainted his image and people's perspective of him. Instead of being the underdog winner that he should have been and that he basically is, he's it comes across like a child, a well-spoken child with a big platform. That's yeah. what he is. And so. a dope skill set. That I don't know if I'd go to dope, but he's one of the best defenders of our generation, Argu arguably that's the best. That's why I think it's dope. Yeah, that's fine. Revolutionized a lot in the NBA. He impacted Created, the NBA. Yeah, he's, he's the small. He is the small ball five. He yeah, he is that. <laughs> and instead of being that, he's just. I don't want to say ruining it because he's not ruining it, but he's, he's for sure it. tainting it. Like that's that's as simple as I can put it. Is he's tainting his image and his legacy? So your one big thing, Draymond's taint. Yeah, Draymond's taint. <laughs> <laughs> okay my one big thing is that the new york times is disbanding its sports section so they acquired the athletic in 2020 for 550 million dollars and pretty much from that point on sorry 2022 they acquired it so just over a year ago from that pretty much from that point on they haven't said what they're going to do with it but they brought on hundreds of sports writers. And since then, the only thing they've really done is mention how they now have too many sports writers, which happens when you buy The Athletic. Mm -hmm. They didn't get laid off, but they are getting reassigned to other jobs within The New York Times. But New York Times is unionized and The Athletic is not. So they're not allowed to jump to The Athletic, which kind of sucks. And there's a lot of good writers for The Times that I like. Rory Smith was their soccer guy. He did awesome stuff. His coverage during the World Cup was fantastic. Kurt Streeter writes a section called Sports of the Times, which used to be twice a week or at the very least weekly. Now it's maybe like twice a month, once a month. The Athletic has a lot of good writers. I really like Adam Johns and Kevin Fishbane. They do the Bears coverage. Liam Twomey and David Ornstein are soccer guys. They do a lot of Chelsea stuff. The Athletic is really good, but it sucks that they made a purchase that to that now to everybody else seems pretty impulsive and not very well thought out and a lot of good writers are not going to be able to write sports anymore for a company that they worked their whole careers to get to it's, it's the pinnacle it's like working for espn and i think it's just reflective of the changing landscape in sports media we've talked about it before but the athletic started because it served a really it was meant for a really underserved niche of sports journalism, which is long-form writing now. And that's gone away, and the New York Times recognizes that there's a need for it. But it sucks that they're caught up in the midst of such a such poor planning. And it's kind of what, like ESPN is, is in a lot of uncertainty too now. It's just going around the industry these days. Yeah, you would think their acquisition of The Athletic was sort of their foray into adapting to the times, but instead it's now just evidence of their lack of forethought and planning it seems i think you subscribe to the athletic it's, it's, i do you enjoy it oh i really like the athletic they're still keeping the athletic though. yeah yeah so i really like it i check it pretty much every day i honestly wish they were churning out more content for me because i just again which is back to last episode is uh i just want as much possible information as i can handle but and the athletic podcasts are very good i actually haven't listened to them I gotta say, I, I read The Athletic, but I haven't listened to them, um, or any of their podcasts, I should say. One of my dream jobs would be working for a company and figuring out how to do essentially that. How do we adapt to the changing sports media landscape? And I, I think I would have done a better job with planning that out than the people in, that were put in charge of it did. I'd like to think so. I think you're pretty capable. We'll see when we grow the 528 podcast mm. network. Yeah, right now the the network of one. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for my one big thing this week. Okay. Okay, this next segment is going to be a draft of the best fictional duos in sports. I'm pretty excited for this one. I have an extensive list. going to be a big honorable mention day. As excited as I am, I'm equal parts terrified because I am so torn on all of these picks, and I know... I know, yeah, there's going to be an extensive honorable mention list, but that always irks me because I just want to pick them all. 
Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have the first pick because you went first in the one big thing. And for my first pick, I am going to go with Shake and Bake, Ricky Bobby, and Cal Naughton Jr. Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake. It's an excellent pick. I, it's 1-1 one, one with a bullet for me. I think it has to be, especially for our generation, because that's one of the funniest movies of our ever, generation. Of yeah. But I mean, but just that was right at our in our formative years, and it just has such significance in our lives that and like Step Brothers and honestly like pretty much every Will Ferrell movie from that time. But the other guys being my favorite. But yeah, Shake and Bake, excellent pick. I was probably high when I said that. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> uh, all right. For my first pick, I'm going to go with Mr. Miyagi and Daniel LaRusso. That's an excellent pick. Yeah. That's an excellent pick. I I didn't know. It's Again, I love the pick. I just don't know what you're going to do, so I'm so scared you're going to take my favorites. But That's a great pick. Yeah, I felt well, good about that. It was not on my list, but okay. it's a great pick. Yeah, I mean, karate is a sport. have been on my I list. Would, yeah. I, I actually, at first, I considered the the other side of that. Uh, I don't remember their names. It's oh my god! It's the guy from the show you watch. Yeah, Cobra Kai. I know. It's oh my god! It's Crease is the the sensei, and Billy Zapka plays the freaking the guy, and I can't remember his name right. Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Lawrence and John Crease. That's the other two. Jesus, I. They that were almost awesome. on my list. Yeah, they were up there. I thought about it, but I, I had to go Mr. Miyagi. You know, wax on, wax off is iconic. Iconic, yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic pick. And you have the rap. I do. All right. I don't know where you're going to go. Okay, I'm going to go with... <laughs> oh, all right, I'm just going to do it. Peter LaFleur and Patches Ahulahan. I love that movie, and I I just I had to do it. I thought you might take them, so I had to do it. I had them on my list. I had Peter LaFleur on my list, but I had him with Steve. Steve the, the Pirate. pirate. Yeah. yeah, I know. But Patches O'Houlihan is his the he drinks his own urine because it's sterile and he likes the taste. <laughs> it's just a, such a good line. And Go on too soon. And 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 Steve the Pirate misses the last game. That's true. And he's in, a better pirate than you'll ever be. He is for sure. And but. Peter LaFleur puts on Patch's sweaty rag on his eyes in the true, final true. the throwdown. So that's why I went with it. It's a good pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. For my second pick, I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore and Chubbs Peterson. That's on my list. I knew it would be. Yeah. It's I, I really good. I wasn't sure if it would fall to me. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's. It, I think that would have been my next pick on the wrap. I just... I felt really good about... I needed to take Peter LaFleur and Patches. It's. I think I just... I might like the movie a little bit more, and that's probably why. Fair. And then I, I have one more. I'm going to go with... You see, there's one that I'm pretty confident you have, and there's one that I'm not sure if you have, but I think it's a little better. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with Ham Porter and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Didn't have it. Okay, that was the one I, I wasn't sure if you would have. I I didn't know which of them to pick, aside from Benny the Jet. I had a shirt. With ham with on ham. it? That's yeah, I know. That's a, I know. He's probably... I was between him and Squints. I know, I didn't know which to go with, him or Squints, so I just kept them off my list entirely. Power hitting catcher? Yeah, can't go wrong. It was a good pick. It's uh, Alright, it's me now? Yes, you have two. Alright. I have two. I'm going to go with one here. A little thinking outside the bun. I'm going to go Mario and Luigi. Oh, from, okay. From all the sports games they're in. I just, it's a, uh, I feel good about it. They're an iconic duo, obviously. And I think they have enough sports games that I can consider them a fictional sports duo. I think so. Okay. That's a good pick. I, I wasn't sure whether they, we would count them or not, but I'm certainly not going to object i knew you were gonna come at me i know one of these picks you're gonna have is gonna confuse me so i tried to think outside the box like you no mine are actually as straightforward as maybe they've ever been for this one well that's just great ad i wouldn't have <laughs> taken them then fine but my next one i'm going sydney dean and billy hoyle from white men can't jump good pick too great movie excellent so I've, movie. I have two haven't now. seen the remake 
I haven't either. Probably. Mm, Does I it might. have Woody Harrelson? I don't know if he might have a cameo. Rue, have you seen it? Jack Harlow's playing. Uh, not but is but is Woody Harrelson in it? Uh, no. Oh, not that's not that I remember. No Woody Harrelson. No Woody Harrelson. No Adam Hartog. Okay. Wasn't nearly as good. That's my campaign slogan. Adam <laughs> loves Woodies. <laughs> it's uh Draymond's taint and Adam <laughs> I also said I had a 50 year old man inside of me so okay uh, I have two picks my fourth pick I'm gonna go with Fulton Reed and Dean Portman the Bash Brothers this is the one that I know was on your list somewhere yeah I knew I should have gone with them instead of freaking Mario and Luigi famous for laying people out stripping in the penalty box beating the evil Iceland in the world championships among other things just an iconic duo on, on skates I think you got me I think I lost this draft Pretty hand over fist I think I lost this draft and then for my last pick I'm going to go with Zook and Brad McQuaid Channing Tatum and the quarterback in 22, 22 Jump, Jump Street, Street because they were balling on fools they were alright that's fair they're pretty. They were pretty unreal. Yeah, unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, granted, Channing Tatum was like thirty, in, and they were playing against eighteen-year-olds, but he had it counts. Wars. It counts. It counts. Uh, I am college age. Yes, I'm twelve. <laughs> um. All right. I think I'm just gonna go with my heart, and I'm gonna go with Roy Kent and Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso. Oh, that's good. I forgot about them. Actually, that should have been on my list. It's. It's good, it's not great, it's not winning me any awards. There's a couple here that I could have gone with that I probably should have gone with. If I could replace Mario and Luigi, I would immediately. With? Jackie Moon and Coffee Black. That would have been good. I think Mario and Luigi's strong, though. It's strong, but it's not strong enough. I've got a, now I've got a size, oh. I missed so many, I missed so many. I can't believe I just botched this draft that bad. Uh, let's jump into honorable mentions. Okay, do you want, how do you want to do this? You want to list all yours, I list all mine? Let's we can just... go back and forth. Okay, so for my first honorable mention then, I've got Gordon Bombay and Charlie Conway. That's good. Yeah. I could have gone with Adam Banks in there too. I know, but Banks is a cake eater and no one likes him. I have, and this is actually, this is one I meant to take, but I don't know who I would have replaced him with. Calvin Cambridge and Tracy, Tracy Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list. I had uh, Chaz Michael Michaels and Jimmy McElroy. Ooh, that's real good stuff. Yeah, that was what I... If I was going for the win for fifth, that was what I would have gone with, but I think I've already lost. I'm pretty much conceding in my mind, so I, I went with my heart. <laughs> uh, White Goodman and Blade Laser Blazer. Blazer. I didn't know... I So, I think Michelle is the pick there, actually. Oh, you maybe. Yeah, for Peekaboo. What about the bull? The, who's the bull? Grabbing him by the horns. Oh, in the picture? Lit, that happened. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I had MJ and Bugs Bunny. Me, me too. Yeah. On the list. Um, Tim Riggins and Jason Street. That's a good one. Yeah. I knew I missed that one, but that leads me into I had Nathan and Lucas Scott. Ooh, real good. Yeah. Should have had them. Yeah. Didn't think, didn't think about them. Yeah. Uh... Gary Bertier and Julius Campbell from Remember the Titans, one of my favorite movies ever. That's a good one. I think it's a good one that wouldn't have won you any points, but I think it's a good one. I've got, uh, I've also got Troy Bolton and Chad Danforth from High School Musical. Oh, wow. I, had yeah. a, I used to have a Troy Bolton jersey. It's a cool jersey to have. Um, I got a few more. I'm out. Okay. I've got Pedro Serrano and Willie Mays Hayes slash Wild Thing from Major League. I almost used Wild Thing, too. Mm, I've got Adonis Creed and Rocky Balboa from Creed 1 and 2, but not 3 for whatever reason. The Italians from um, Kicking oh, and Screaming. Dude, you should have gotten... You had that on your list? No, I just oh, remembered that. Damn, that's a good one. I said Jackie Moon and Coffee Black. Um... I had Goose and Maverick solely from that volleyball scene. Good stuff. And the football one. And the football one. And um, I think that's it. And, oh, I had Pablo Sanchez and Pete Wheeler from Backyard Baseball. But that one that one I had as a honorable mention. I was never going to pick them. I also I have one more. Uh, Paul Cruz and Cheeseburger Eddie. That's a good one. 
could have gone Michael Paul Irvin Crew. there either. Yeah, true. Yeah. I could have gone with Paul Crew and Nelly, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, he's prob Nelly's probably the... What's his name? Earl Meggett? Meggett. Yeah. 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 Electric athlete. Nelly, they don't invite him to the Celebrity All-Star Games anymore. Why? He's too, too good. good? Yeah. He used to just <laughs> hit home runs in all of the softball games and ruin them. He's <laughs> um, from and he's proud. Yeah. Good draft. Yeah, I think so. I'm a and I'm bummed. I'm bummed that I botched it so bad, though. All right, so to recap the draft, uh, I took Shake and Bake, Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr., Happy Gilmore and Chubbs Peterson, Ham Porter and Benny the Jet Rodriguez, Fulton Reed and Dean Portman, the Bash Bros, and Zook and Brad McQuaid from 22 Jump Street. Tom took Mr. Miyagi and Danny LaRusso, Peter LaFleur and Patches O'Houlihan, Mario and Luigi, Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle, Roy Kent and Jamie Tart. That was fun. When I look at the list now, I don't hate it as much. I just, I, I that Mario and Luigi pick's gonna haunt me. I don't know why. I, it's, I don't think it's a bad pick. It's just not the pick I wanted to make. You definitely could have gotten them later, but it's, it's a strong mid-round pick. Getting Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle in round four is a steal. Yeah. But I should have gone with the Bash Brothers in my with my third pick. I was worried you were going to steal them from me there. I should have. I don't know why I didn't. I knew they were on your list. Well, I, dude, I've referenced, I think I've referenced them on this pod multiple times. Maybe. If not on the pod, then just to you in our real-life conversations, which is basically the pod. Yeah. So, <laughs> good draft. Let's, good uh, draft. We'll see. We'll see in the polls who wins. But in my heart, I think you won. Do you want to do the awards? Yeah, uh, cool. I'll you're, start. You're up first, yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to go with the Anakin Skywalker Low Ground Award. Okay, so is this is this episode one when he's like a little kid in short? Mm-mm. This is when he has the low ground. Oh, oh, in episode three. Yeah. Okay, so this is somebody who... Ooh, I think I have an idea of, of who this is going to. So this is somebody with just... Essentially, metaphorically, the negotiating power is just not in their favor. Like, they have you no know, leverage. You know who this is, and it's not just one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you know Was who my is. reasoning yes. somewhat right? It is the, someone with no leverage. Okay, so this is running backs. That is exactly who this is. Nice. Good job. Let's go. Yeah. So I was I was debating. Have you ever seen the movie The Replacements? No, I actually haven't. So there, that's what I was asking Producer Rue when I made you wait outside because I didn't want to taint the episode. Shane Falco was the replacement quarterback in that movie, and he's just the most well-known name of the replacements in that movie. I've seen his jersey for sale. Yeah, like, very, pretty famous. It's actually a really good movie. You should watch it. But that's basically what would happen. If, like, they had this big running back Zoom meeting, like... To, <laughs> that's really funny to me. W yeah, but, but, like, to discuss... And the first course of action was they were going to publicly complain about it. It was just, <laughs> like... It was, like, I, I just don't know what they're hoping to accomplish and there's no there's so many running backs in all the cfl and, and just on the street there's guys that that will come in and replace them if they tried to hold out they would need to lip it couldn't just be one positional group it would have to and also what would they get what is what are they hoping to get to get paid more yeah how, how do you they're just they're just freaking out because they put their life into becoming an nfl running back and expected to become multi-millionaires and now the the, the but they're becoming multimillionaires still. Yeah, but the long-term deals that they all envision getting is basically they being dried suppressed. Up. Yeah. yeah, but Not also, but it, but it's just the the league catching up. It just 100%, makes sense. Yeah, it's it just game makes changing. sense. They're, they're being phased out. I, I like, think look at fullbacks. Fullbacks aren't complaining. The, yeah, the position group barely exists anymore. You know who had the most carries out of the fullback group last season, and how many it was? Uzcheck. No, it's not Uzcheck. Derek Watt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Don't yeah guess yeah, how yeah. many it was. 12. Nine. So you're not too far okay. off. Okay. Yeah. But that's not a lot. Really low. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a lot. I think if there are changes to be made, it's within their CBA and it has to do with their ability to negotiate contracts earlier in their career. It's a players union thing. Yeah. It's not, but it's not a right now thing. It's, there's nothing they can do right now. It's just these guys are unfortunately caught in the 
the changing tides. Yeah. And the next, when the collective bargaining agreement expires and the players' union is negotiating on their behalves, that's, that's when it's something to consider. But right now, there's nothing you can do. You take as much money as you can get because that's what the market is. If Saquon had taken the $13 million, that would have actually helped set the market and leave it there. Now he's... No one's going to... I don't think anyone would give him that now. Maybe the Giants would just because they, they really they like can't. him. They're not allowed to now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's also what I was just talking about with someone is I don't know what he wants them to do. What, yeah, they, they can't do anything. They had the deadline. The deadline is up. Now it's either you play on the tag or you sit out. And if you want to sit out and Le'Veon Bell yourself, fine. Go for it. You've had one good one good year since your injury. And you has a history of being injured. It's not going to be a good thing for him to sit out an entire year and waste more of his prime no he's going to be 28 right yeah that's he's not helping himself the best thing he could do is play on the tag and ball yeah exactly uh i i don't know what his end game is here all of them they just they just want money like who doesn't yeah but they have they're just gonna have to face reality at some point one of them said it i don't remember who it was it was like this sucks that was like his whole quote all that's all there is to it like austin eckler's complaining about all these things and it's just like again another guy who's injury prone out all the time what is it the best ability is availability yeah it's really hard to get that with running backs and also the all of the big name running backs who've gotten their big contracts have either had to restructure been traded been nearly traded or are now out of the league in zeke elliott all of them even derrick henry almost got traded this offseason or they were shopping him so it's just like it's very, I would say, short-sighted of them. I feel for them, obviously. Like, I would love for all the running backs to be paid all that they deserve and want and, you know, have earned because wide receivers make so much more. Even Alan Lazard got, got $11 million, which is absurd. It's absurd that an Alan Lazard, who's, what, the, the 50th best receiver in the league? I don't know. That seems mean. 30th? I. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I know. okay, yeah, either way. But he's not top 20. No. So, and he's getting $11 million, whereas Saquon, who's top three running back, is going to get 13. But that's reality. And Daniel Jones get 40. Yeah, and that's reality. Yeah, that's that's how Nick it Chubb. is. I looked it up. As Nick Chubb said, we're kind of handcuffed with the situation. That is exactly right. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing, there's nothing you can do, and that sucks for you guys, but it is what it it's is. It's not just not worth the investment. Too replaceable. And that's why the low-ground Anakin award was perfect because it all Saquon can do right now is get his limbs cut off and fallen into the lava. But there's no, there's no turning into Darth Vader here. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not become it. Exactly. I knew you'd get it. Yeah. My first award is the Dame Lillard award. Okay. This is very current, very current, not like today. Current. Okay. This is going to a player who asked for a trade but hasn't been traded yet? Not exactly. It's not going to a player. It's going to a team? No. What? Can you tell me what entity it's going to? Uh, yes, it's going to a broadcaster. Is it Skip or Shannon? Yes. It's Shannon? It's Shannon. Because he's going to go to the first take? Because Dame Lillard identified one particular party that he would like to partner with going forward. Oh, and Shannon... And Stephen A. was on his podcast the other day saying, I want Shannon Sharp on first take. I almost gave a the award, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and now Stephen A's enemy Skip, his enemy is now Shannon, and now Shannon is Stephen A's friend. Because they're both Skip's enemy. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work on the show, though. Friends. Because they're friends? Yeah, but they're... They ought to just be d- debate enemies. Yeah. It's a, debate it's, enemies. It's a trade I didn't see coming. It's like a it's like a Kevin Love situation more than a trade. Leaving, your con- leaving a playoff team to go to another playoff team? To go to a potential championship team. But when Kevin Love went to the Heat, no one thought they were a championship team. That's fair. This is already a... He's going to... It's like a... Like oh, a KD situation? Yeah. It's almost... It's like a KD situation. Leaving the Thunder a, to go to the Warriors. That could have been a good one. I could have gone with the KD award. 
I don't know if I would have been able to get it, though. Too much has happened since then. Yeah. But uh, that's a good award. You got any more on it? Or just that he's going to, like, probably going to go on first take. It would be electric if he's on. It Must would be. watch TV again for the first time in a long time. A lot of the rotating panel of analysts they have on there just don't get the job done. And most of them can't hold their own in arguments against Stephen A. And if they can intellectually, they can't literally as arguers. JJ's one of the few who can... He's Michael Irvin sometimes. Michael Irvin's good, the playmaker. Yeah. You and I used to watch First Take religiously when Max was on. Uh, yeah. And, and Be- when Skip was on. Absolutely. I I haven't... I pretty much stopped watching since Max left. Me too. They need someone who can hold their own. And like Max or not, he held his own in arguments and he was steadfast in them. And now it's just doesn't feel the same. It's pushovers for Stephen A. Yeah. Punching bags, really. Yeah. Um. All right. There's no way you're going to get my next award. Awesome. Actually, it depends. No, I don't think so. It's the Taylor Swift Award. I'd okay. like to hear who, what you think it, who you think it's going to, but I don't think your reasoning's going to be right. Uh, okay, so this is going to somebody that people... It's like a religious experience to go see. No. This I don't. is going to somebody dumped by John Mayer. Uh, as far as I know, that hasn't happened to this player. But it could have behind the scenes, maybe. I don't know. This is going to... I don't, I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think you're going to get it. All right. It's going to Anthony Rizzo because he was homerless in 45 games, one of the worst players in baseball. He, over that time, not just in reality, over that time, on in Saturday's game, he took off, tried going off the bat with no batting gloves, didn't work, didn't catch fire. Sunday's game, he changed his walk-up song to ready for it by taylor swift goes four for four with a home run huh so not only is taylor swift saving the economy in some cities <laughs> she's also saving the yankees so will she get a ring if they win i hope so and maybe it'll be a wedding ring from one of the players who i don't know is rizzo married probably i know i i, I don't know if he is anthony rizzo wife married Never mind. Not Rizzo. I mean, maybe Rizzo, but... IKF? Could be. The, what is he, the Hawaiian Hype or something? That's a bad nickname. He's no Shane Victorino. All right, moving on. Dear Award. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got one more. <laughs> um, My second award is the Drake Award. And this is Drake... Like, more mixtape Drake slash first studio album Drake. Bursting onto the scene to become one of the biggest stars in the world? Kind of. So, somebody who was a free agent and chased by a lot of the big record labels at the time. This person isn't a musician. I'd like it from now on if when you know I'm not going to get it for you to warn me because I warn you. Okay, that's fair. Okay. And they signed on with a label that was not nearly as established as some of the ones they were getting big offers from. But then their debut was a hit and it changed the game. Haven't looked back since. This is going to a musician? No. Oh, it's going to a an athlete. An athlete? Yes. So replace record labels with teams slash clubs. Uh, who is it? It's going to Lionel Messi. Okay. Going to Inter Miami and scoring a walk off ninety third slash fourth in two minutes of added time free kick against Club America, I think. Perhaps. Something like that? Mm-mm, not no? Club America. I am uh, Liga MX team, but it wasn't Club America. All right, against some Liga MX team in the League's Cup, and there was no doubt, like literally no doubt when he stepped up that that was going in. Cruz Azul. It, Cruz Azul. It was typical Messi, just a total moment of magic to win the game. The celebrities got their money's worth for showing out, and it was just super cool, and the MLS is forever different. They have Messi. He's really good at soccer. Yeah. Plain and simple. That, uh... The GOAT. It was almost scripted. Yeah, people were saying, we sure? 
I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. Be, but it was like it's like Jeter's three thousandth hit, Jeter's last Did hit. You see the tweet I sent? No, you said you compared it to that. I when I quote tweeted the free kick and I said, "Where fantasy meets reality." Oh Did yeah, you that's Mike. That's Michael K's quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I had I uh, did not see that. That's. But that's a good parallel. We're Thank both you. spot on, I think. Yeah. Um, that was four Jeter's three three thousand hit. Yeah, the or home walk run. Off, sorry, walk off. The the last hit of his career. Yeah. Or at last, Yankee Stadium. Last game at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh pretty crazy. And now, they just did something again. They're just I swear to God, they're just changing MLS rules as they go. Today they, they changed one like while we were recording. Yeah. They 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 added another international spot. They traded money for an international spot which i i've never heard of i've never heard of happening before granted i'm not super plugged into the mls but and then now they're probably gonna bring in suarez i still don't know how they brought in jordi alba no one's even questioning it but they're bringing in suarez they'll i mean i I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to come i heard in yes at a time but i don't know if that's still happening uh busquets looked awesome actually he He was arguably more fun to watch than Messi in that game just because he was just in it the whole time it felt like every stick figure yeah that too but uh it was uh it was fun i was annoyed they should have made they should have offered this game for free the first one yeah yeah they should have offered this for free i wanted to well there's a free trial oh i didn't see that option on my tv but maybe did you subscribe for the season i think i'm gonna i didn't but i prorated half season i didn't but i might just to see Messi. It's like 40 bucks. I know. I was going to. I was going to. I was just going to bite the bullet and buy it because I wanted to watch the game on the TV. But Bray told me he could find me a stream, which he did. And But then it froze with like in like the 88th minute. And I was like, all right, screw it. Nothing's going to happen. And sure as hell, something did happen. So I missed that. But I saw the highlights immediately after. But it would have been cool. And I was trying. And they agreed even Bray agreed to let me put it on the TV. I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah. Bray loves Messi, though. Yeah, that's it. it was, yeah. That was the only... any Anything else, and he would have spit in my face, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll never listen to this, so he has no idea we're talking about him. But we like Bray. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Good awards. Yeah, good awards. You want to go on to last take, worst take? Yeah. So, for this week, last take, worst take... I'm going to go with Colin Coward. No! That is exactly mine! (laughs) And his lackey, Jason McIntyre, saying that they should trade, the Angels should trade Otani for draft picks. I don't know a ton about how the baseball CBA and regulations like that work, but what I do know is you can't do that. You can trade uh, compensatory draft picks and, like, competitive balance tax draft picks, but you can't just trade straight-up actual draft picks. He did preface it by saying he was a casual, clearly. I mean, I am too, but you now can... even I know that. <laughs> well, you're not even – you don't trade those compensatory picks. They just are they taken. Go to They're just team. taken away. Okay. It's – yeah, it's like the Yankees lost, I think, their second and third rounders this year when, they, when they signed Rodon. But, like, they didn't trade them. They're just gone. So – Maybe I should have had this one. <laughs> but, yeah, he said they should trade, as or the Angels should acquire as many first-round picks as they can, which is zero. Yeah. And So they've done it. Yeah. They've, they're, they, they can't acquire any more. No, they're maxed out. Yeah, maxed out at zero. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, well, he didn't preface it by saying he's a casual. He said it he after? He said it after. Okay. Yeah, so... So it, maybe what, like, the look a producer gave him Yeah, no, I think, like, he, uh. I think he got something in his ear, like, hey, so you, you can't this can't that. happen. And then he was like, apparently, <laughs> you can't trade picks in baseball. And then he's like, I'm a casual. <laughs> and so it was just... Unlistenable when it's not football season, the herd. Yeah, it was, it was like, just embarrassing, honestly. Like, you're on TV blatantly talking about things you have no idea about. It's... It's ridiculous. And he was also talking about the package they were going to get. Like, he said he wanted their second, third, and fifth ranked prospects and five first round picks. It's just like, that's not how. Tra- basketball yeah, trade. that's not how trades work in baseball. It's. I don't know if he's ever seen a baseball trade happen. Pro- probably not. So it was It was sad. And that it was going to be my last take, worst take. I, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to pivot now somehow. Unless. Do you have anything more on that? No. Okay. That's all I have on that. Okay, I saw one that some guy tweeted. He just said it's time to accept that Garrett Cole is overrated. And 
I was just in shock that he... Why? Why is Garrett Cole overrated? And why does he think that it's such a commonly held opinion? And also, he has... He's leading the league in innings pitched. He has a, a 152 ERA+. plus. He... <laughs> I'm biased, yes, but he's not overrated. He's got a sub-3 ERA. I agree with you. He's got to be leading the league in strikeouts. He's not right now, but I, I don't know who is. Strider has a lot. He's got 189. Cole's got 144. He's third in ERA. He's probably going to win Cy Young. He's fifth in strikeouts. He's first in war for pitchers. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's probably... like. If he keeps so, like, pitching at this rate, not overrated. absolutely. If he keeps pitching at this rate, he's going to win his first Cy Young. So not overrated, not even really overpaid. Easily the best player on the team, right, right now. Yeah, right now for sure. But yeah, that was a uh, just a bad take. And the other one, I'll give a second one while we're here, because that one was a little lackluster. The other one was that in a group chat I'm into. It's the same one where they told me Fred would be the best player on the U.S. soccer team. So it's it's obviously not a, a, a very knowledgeable group. But they Are they said, listeners? No, probably that not. That shows how yeah, probably knowledgeable not. they are. Yeah, I know. We give soccer gems out here. Uh, it was just that Mbappe's career would be ruined by going to Saudi Arabia. You and see, that's just not true, though. It's not true, because he would just leave on a free transfer to any club in the world that can afford his wages. Which is... Real Madrid. And Saudi Arabia and PSG. <laughs> I feel like Chelsea could probably do it. They might be able to. They've been connected... Yeah, with which I or no, in, in Man no City. Imagine he went. I know you would hate it, but imagine he went to Man City and they played him with with Holland. That would be the worst thing ever. It would be re- it would be really cool that though. Suck. As an outsider, it would be really cool though. So yeah, there's teams that can afford his wages though, and they'd make room for him somehow. So it's just wrong. It's just it's not even a bad take. It's just wrong. Uninformed, totally it's, uninformed. Yeah. So that's so those are my two last take worst takes. Cool. Yeah. Uh. You want to close it out? Yeah. Thank you for watching slash listening slash reading in Braille. Episode 14 of the Breaks Down podcast. We are brought to you every Thursday by 528 Collectibles. We are the flagship program of the 528 Podcast Network. Make sure to rate this five stars, download, like, subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Podbean. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure to follow so you can know when new content is coming out. Good episode. Good episode. We are also now on Facebook. I just made us an account. I don't care. I don't think we're probably. I don't think we're ever going to use it. I haven't been on Facebook in three years. Yeah, but I had to make the account to do something for Instagram. They made me do Facebook. Either way, we now have Facebook accounts. We are on every platform you can think of, including X.com, not X videos, not yet at least. Not going to bring it to you. X going to bring it to you. No, not that either. But see you guys next week. Give it to you. X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. Yeah. Do you say bring it to you? That's what did it to me. All right. Goodbye, guys. Thank you.